Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Caps for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast, Trendsetter Talkback. We're here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete head noise, one laugh at a time, and rip the fucking lid off one of these beers. Yes. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a tin. They got the midi out at the moment. If you're a midi guy, go fucking check it out if that's your thing. Now... Before we rip into today's carry-ons, we have an exciting announcement. We are launching our Patreon in a couple of weeks. Finally. Finally. Now, first thing, we will not be taking away anything you are already getting from us. All the episodes you currently get, you'll get. All the clips on the socials, everything stays the same. What will you get with Patreon? You'll get full ad-free unedited visual episodes that are available nowhere else. So there's a there's a few jokes that come in, a few calls that come in that are too rogue for fucking, you know, the ears of everyday people that can stumble across it on Spotify. They'll be left in there for the Patreon edits. The everyday woke ear. Yeah, that's right. Um, you'll get a back catalogue of episodes running back to about episode 94, Quino. Correct. Um, not to mention every episode moving forward the same day as the audio. So it'll come out when the audio does. It'll just be available on Patreon. And um, you'll also get bonus rogue episodes that have wild rooting yarns and calls not suitable for the soft world that we live in, like Cam said, the woke ear. 
Um, now, that's going to be subject to how many wild calls we get in, obviously. I think, um, Quino, you've got a fucking episode in the bank. I've been – now, there's a few people calling up. And they're like, why haven't I been on the line with my ripper yarn? Don't you worry. I've been storing them. So yeah. So this is it. Because it's one of those things that we're at the stage now. You have to be pretty careful with some of the shit you put out. Um, but why we've created this is so we have a platform where those real rogue fucking calls – where you're going to get cancelled, we're allowed to put them up on our own platform on Patreon. And every now and again, we'll have a rogue episode, probably called Shaggers Back, where we'll fucking, you know, put up a few of those wilder calls and stuff like that. And I'd say Cam and I, every now and again, we'll do like a live Q&A with the people from like Patreon to um, answer any questions you guys have and stuff like that. Definitely. So, yeah, it's an exciting thing that we've been working on for a while and something on our own, you know, and... Um, how much will it be? It'll be five bucks a week or twenty bucks a month. They do, I think, a monthly subscription base. They do, um, but honestly, guys, this is a way to directly support us and everything we do. Um, so, it, look, if you can't afford it, no dramas at all. We really appreciate appreciate you just downloading it and listening as well. But um, this is just an extra that we're like, we're able to do now that we're doing this full time. So. Yeah, it'd be, you know, anyone who jumps on that supports us and we just really appreciate it. So buy yeah. us a beer. Yeah, that's right. That's 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 the whole movement is five bucks a week, buy us a beer. Between the three of us, a pot even, you know. That's there's, right. There's a lot of things uh for five bucks a week that I'm sure you guys could just go, ah, oh, fucking I could do without that this week. Probably find it in the couch. Fucking stands. <laughs> Standard schooner at the moment. I think the other day was nine dollars eighty. Yeah, exactly. So we're only asking you for half a schooner a week between three of us. The dregs, if you will. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Give us the dregs, bruh. That's all we're asking. But so keep an eye out on, I'd say, the Trendsetters group on Facebook and our socials. We'll probably give you an update on exactly when, but a couple of weeks' time. And um, you're going to probably want to watch next week's episode that's coming out. Um, on Patreon, so yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. But yeah, so that's that's coming soon. Uh, also next week, guys. So Anzac Day's next week. Um, I encourage everyone to get down to the dawn service. It's something I try and do um, every year. Yeah, I think it's the least I can do for what our men and servicemen and women have done over the years. The least you can do is get out of your fucking bed early and go and pay your respects. Um, obviously. You know, if you've got small children and stuff like that sometimes, like there's the other service at 11 o'clock, but I think it's pretty cool to get down there and, you know, get amongst it. Oh, definitely. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to bring it up today because I'll be flying in Monday night next week from a Bucks party, so we won't be recording on the usual Monday, and we'll have a guest episode out on that Tuesday, which will be Anzac Day. So I just wanted to say now, you know, about it. And um, I'm a, yeah, big supporter of Anzac Day and... Yeah, and everything that our servicemen and women have done. So, um, but yeah, so that's up the sleeve. Be going on Tuesday, but that's the admin out of the way, guys. Um, if you want to get involved with the trendsetter talkback carry-ons, we got the call line there zero seven three one zero two three nine three two is the line. But 
we're finding that the better way to get amongst it is to voice record yourself on your phone and email Quino at carryon at alphablokes.com.au. Quinn, you reckon that's been the Absolutely. way to go? Yep. We might have to throw it in our bio on our Instagram page because there's still just fucking <laughs> that many DMs going, what's your email now? I love the, the best one is like someone will say, oh, on the back of this topic from Trendsetter Talkback, and they'll talk about a thing that we've talked about in the episode and then say, oh, what's the email? You literally listen to it at the start. We say it all the time. Yeah, but that's but, a good point, Cam. Yeah. We <laughs> might even take the number out and just replace it with the <laughs> fucking email because I think moving forward we might just start fading that number out yeah. so that way the calls definitely are all it's, good quality. Yeah, it's getting to that point anyway. Yeah. Yep. Right. well, fucking start using that email because we'll probably start fading that number off. And please don't make us have to message you go and look at the buyer. Yeah. <laughs> have a bit of a look for yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking have a think for yourself. Use your brain. Um, but, yeah. Hey, couple of responsible boys here at Alpha Bikes HQ. There's a bit of, bit of a wog getting around, a bit of a sickness getting around here. Down so with the sickness. We're down with the sickness. So we're responsibly spacing ourselves out. Between mm. the three of us, there's a good couple of metres each. So if you see a couple of clips where Cam and I are apart, we're not fighting. We still love each other. <laughs> and <laughs> where there's fucking, there's just a couple of small children in my house and our house and shit and just want to be responsible. So And you can't have all three of us go down at once. No, that's no, right. we'll be fucked. We've got to space it out. <laughs> got to keep the ship afloat. That's right. But we just fucking show up. That's it. A weaker man would be at home. <laughs> Wouldn't he, mate? He would. He wouldn't be drinking PSC, but... <laughs> That's why it's a jog in a can. He's pretty much That's exercising right. today. <laughs> Keeps the nutrients up. That's right. Righto. CTC, baby. Head to thecountrycompanies.com for all the awesome designs ready to rumble. Knuckles is fucking pumping them out at the moment, so go check that out. And if you want to make your own for a fucking business trip or, or your business or... Parties, bucks parties, head to countrytruckercaps.com. And um, like we've said before, Knuckles has fired up a discount code for the Alpha Blokes listeners. Use the code word Alpha Blokes or one word for a discount at checkout. So he's a fucking legend, this bloke. And uh, sure is. Let's hit his proper true yarn. Strap it, it's time again for Knuckles' proper true yarn. Hey, legends, just Knuckles here uh, calling up his trendsetter talk back of the week yarn. Uh, first of all, I just before I get started, I just want to thank everyone that come up and uh, said hello to Cam and I at Meatstock, whether party supporters or got a billion of my hats or whatever, mate. It's just simply phenomenal. Uh, it's all a fucking unreal bunch of people and um, the amount of blokes that come up and said um, that they're the podcast or my yarns or other blokes' yarns that um, let them enable them to go and seek help change their uh, mental state of mind at that time um, to, uh, to yeah, go to Beyond Blue or to go to the TX helpline and, um, and, and then, yeah, the podcast or, or um, the Blackwater Yeti yarn or whatever just just save their life. It's, it's fucking money can't buy that stuff. It's fucking phenomenal. So I just wanted to thank everyone that um, come up and seen us um, at Meatstock or, or out afterwards in uh, early hours in the morning. But, yeah, uh, on a lighter note, I just want to, uh, yeah, I'll drop me yarn of the week. And uh, Cambodian heard this at the pub, but there's two brothers uh, playing pool. Anyway, they're fiercely in competition, and um, 
one brother, he would be next, sitting next to the switchboard with his hand next to the switchboard, and all of a sudden he started shaking his fucking leg like he's getting electrocuted. So this other brother's gone over with a pool cue and just gone fucking whack and absolutely smashed this bloke's arm off the switchboard and um, completely shat his arm. <laughs> anyway, old mate goes, you fucking idiot. I had a rock in me fucking boot I was trying to shake out. He wasn't getting electrocuted at all. Um, so, yeah, that's the uh, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday trendsetter talk talkback yarn. But, yeah, imagine that. Old mate thought he's doing the old crook trick off the fucking switchboard. He just had a rock down his boot. And, uh, yeah. Oh, quickly, boys, as well. Um, Just got a little leukemia raffle running online. Um, ends Friday, too. So, um. Anyone that uh, could get over and buy a ticket, that'd be very much appreciated. Um, Cambo met the uh, young lady who's going through leukaemia the other night. So, no, awesome, guys. Thanks very much. Knuckles out. Cheers, brother. Yeah, That, that yeah. was a true yarn about um, fucking, yeah, there was like a transformer, like electrical box yeah. in the pool room at the pub. And, yeah, and old mate fucking shaking, shaking a rock, the rock out of his thing and the... Brother fucking thought he was fucking getting done. And just cracked him. <laughs> just cracked him like, <laughs> like the crook to get him off the power box. Fuck, mate. Yeah, yeah. and that, um, yeah, the chick with the leukemia that we went to, the rock down there at Toowoomba, um, like I yelled out, they wanted song requests, and they said Shania Twain. And obviously the boys couldn't sing it, but um, her, she come up and actually sang it. Oh, really? As well, so. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, so go get around that cause, guys. Um for where Knuckles said to go. And, uh, yeah, that would have been a spin-out, like you said, fucking everyone coming up to you too. Yeah, the, uh, it was, it was stock, so. definitely crazy with the um, amount of people that have said they've gone and seeked help mm. through this podcast. So, um, yeah, cool. That's awesome if we can just break down the stigma of just going to have a chat. Yep. Being open with your feelings, And, and bring your mates. Fucking It's been good. For sure. Hey, before, <laughs> before we get into the, the yarns this week, I fucking... I read, like, there was a bloke on the Trendsetter page referring to a couple of stone blokes, like, been smoking weed and they were wrecked up. I think they were in Subway or something. Mm. And he referred to them as he goes, I'm pretty sure they were more stoned than the centrepiece at a public rock concert in the Middle East. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, holy fucking hell. So that uh, that threw me a bit, but anyway. Nice. Righto. Who's who's picking today, Quino? Good question. Who picked last week? I think it's me. Uh, no, yeah. Cam it... picked screenshotted, didn't he? So it's you, Thomas. I thought that was a couple ago. No, last last week was screenshotted. All right, too easy. Well, there we go. So <laughs> is it Tom again? It's. Is it? I don't yeah. know. Let's do a duel. Let's, yeah. Let's just let's just all fucking. Let's pick all today. pick. Follow. We'll do a duel one this week. <laughs> right. Let's have a laugh, shall yeah, we? Yeah. Let's go. Let's, let's get it. into it. Man. Teresa, Karen and Cheryl. <laughs> Hi boys, Dingo Dan here, the prospecting perspective giver out of Tamworth. Used to be on John Dutton's ranch. Anyway boys, thought I'd just come up here and say, Oi, any of the boys who are going to give a yarn, have a call. Why don't you just get just a little bit excited before you do the call, before you do the recording. Sit there, get all excited, pent up, just like the race is just about to bolt. And just... <laughs> Put in a little bit of effort. <laughs> All these quiet callers are just doing my head in. Every time old John from Bathurst comes on, oh, good I boys, I just want to <laughs> say a funny little joke. Mate, get excited. What's wrong with you? 
We can Steve Earl, and if he can get excited about lizards, surely we can get excited about talking about blokes. Blokes everywhere. Ah, Mr. Nathan. Anyway, boys, stay out of yourselves. In, out, in, out, in, out. Love what you're doing. Head noise. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be hard to beat. Fucking nice. Well done, bruh. Great energy. That's, uh, that, that is a good point, though, eh? Like, it, it does fire you up when our oh, mate just comes roaring in <laughs> with, a, with a yarn, doesn't it? Like, that just puts me in a fucking excited mood. Fucking had a few different voices then. It was good. <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> well done, mate. Fuck yeah. Take note, trendsetters. Fucking nice. Get excited, like Get Steve Allen gets excited about lizards. <laughs> that's what the email's good for, too. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fucking oath. Thanks, Dan. Tommy. Cam. Queen. <laughs> Got a little bit of a story, but first, it is the man from the sticks licking the clits. Well, that was nasty. Anyway, had one of my mates go to Toowoomba races. This is his story, but I'm telling it because it's funny as fuck to me. I had one of my mates go to the Toowoomba races, afterwards went to the pub, and uh, got himself into a bit of strife with the security guards and uh, a lady. Security guard comes plotting along into the bathroom, calls up the other security guard and goes, hey, we got a situation. It's not violent, but it's sexual. He's like, yeah, righto, what's the go? She comes out, goes, there's a piglet playing the meat flute in the bathroom. Is that not one way to call out a bird? Like, fuck me. Define piglet, lads. But to me, that's... I'm not going to say it. Anyway, that's just a little quick fucking buzz of your day. Got a joke for you. What's the real name for a disabled shower? Don't know. It's called a produce washer, mate. Have a racker, boys. Stay out of yourself. <laughs> like what you're doing. Keep into the good shit. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> Produce washer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, fuck That's off. That's a new one in the book. Fucking hell. And uh, like a, a little... Piglet. would be a fat chick. Piglet, yeah. He'd be talking about a fat chick. I'm allowed to say that because I'm fat. So... That's what it is. It's fucking. But then that, yeah, I don't know. I saw a, a thing. Um, someone shared it. People were cracking up about a Bluey episode um, about some fat phobic or fat. Fucks me what the word is. It shouldn't even be allowed to be a word. Um, but yeah, apparently there was like a Bluey episode where they must have said something about fat, you know, or give someone shit for being fat. And yeah. like there's a community or parents kicking up a stink about it. And fuck, man, it just pisses me off, eh? Mate, you have to have fat shaming. But I fully believe in fat shaming. Well, and see, because you it and makes I, you open your fucking eyes and go, well, you can either embrace it or do something about it. Well, that's like me at the moment. I'm fucking. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm ordering man shakes. I'm fucking getting back on a diet. You. Um, because I'm a fat cunt, and I can. When you feel yourself getting fat. And you go, oh, right, I need to pull myself up a bit here. But I think just fat shaming in general. Yeah, like... Oh, you need it. Yeah, I, I just think... Um, I don't know about, like, just seeing someone walk past and no, saying, no, oh, no, fat. no, no, no. I'm talking about, like, a close friend, like you or me, going, fuck, you're, you're getting comfy, cut. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're putting on a few How kilos. How about a salad today instead of that bakery running it? My, my thing is with it is I go... Um, 
I'm all good. I really like seeing models that are normal people, like normal sizes and that. That's sweet. But it really shits me when they choose to get a, an obviously overweight person to model something and say, like, this is this is beautiful. And it's like, is it, though? I'm offended. That's body positivity, Tom. Yeah, like, is, is it really... Oh, it just shits me, man. It's like, come on. Fucking, how about we... Um, you know, celebrate being healthy. If someone's overweight, lose some weight. We all we all get overweight from time to time. Like I said, I'm a fat fuck at the moment. I need to pull my head in and lose some weight. That's all there is to it. Don't there's, get a fucking offended. Just go, right, they might be onto something here. Maybe I'll try and lose some weight. That, for me, is something that should not be looped into a lot of other things and it is being looped in because you can do something about your weight and what you eat. Like, it's a fucking, definitely a thing you can control. So, yeah, I don't know. I just saw that bluey thing and it just fucking sparked something in me. I'm like, fuck off. It's read read the room, mate. Like you said, you're not going to go through the street and go, oh, just diss someone you don't know for being fat or too skinny. But I can in your friends group. Yeah. Bit of, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bit of truth. Bit of home truth. Never hurt. Yeah. Well, I think you can use like use yourself as a thing to be like, "Oi, I'm about to get on the man shakes because I'm a fat fuck." But don't Do you want me to buy one for you. <laughs> don't turn around and, and get fit yourself, and then and then just dive out at people. Yeah. Well, like that's, when you're just sorting yourself out, mate. Well, that's what you see. Like when we're saying about calling people out, like that's you see the CrossFit stereotype guy online just commenting on people's videos if they're fat. Yeah, like saying, yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'll lose some weight. It's like, fuck off. You have no place to be here. Like yeah. what you were sort of saying before is if you're in a situation where you know someone and you're looking out for their for them yeah. and you say it to them like in a joking way, oi, bud, you're fucking putting on a few kilos. You're not going online and commenting no. on someone's random video. You have no idea who they are about them being fat. That's right. So, you know, there's a line there to draw and obviously fucking people go too far You know who's the best at fat shamer? Who's that? Your mate's dads. Oh, yeah. They are the... Yeah, but... Your mate's dads. That's a very good point. (laughs) They fucking are, They are the honestest blokes ever. (laughs) And behind closed doors, they'll... Some of them also mention the female partners of people too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, I never say any names, but... um, yeah, but those yeah. those blokes have got it in the bag for um. Oh, for shame. sure, it's hilarious. But and it's normally a, they're blowing out. Yeah, as well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's just a it's a very sensitive topic at the moment. But it's one that should not, like I said, it's one that should not be looped in with a lot of these things that people can't do anything about. And um, yeah, but I do think that there's no space for just commenting on a random's video that's overweight online oh, and saying you're fat. Fuck off. It's more a thing where taking some accountability if you've got some extra weight on and doing something about it. Well, don't get offended if someone points out that you're fat if you're fat. You know? That's right. So anyway. We've got got fucking smashed on this show. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. And like I said, as a fat bloke, I've understood that I need to fucking lose some weight. But uh, yeah, on that note, let's fucking move on. Move on, shall we? (laughs) Let's go. J-Dog. J-Cat. Great master, how you going, you bunch of mad fuckers? Good, mate. It's Russ here from down in the working heart of Dad Kissing Country, good old Newcastle. Uh, just bringing in with something that's really boiled my piss here tonight. So I've got a 14-year-old stepson. 
So there's a good young kid. Uh, he's hustled, he's saved, he's worked his way, put some money behind himself, and uh, decided that he wanted to buy himself a new phone. Found himself a little phone on online. Got a an invoice sent through and checked it all out. The AVN matched up and the invoice matched up. So he paid it. And uh, according to the last person I spoke to today, it's one of the most elaborate scams they've ever seen. So now this poor little bloke, 650 bucks out of pocket, some scamming dog cunt is sitting pretty. Just wanted to get that one off my chest before I uh, accidentally took it out on the wrong person. So thanks for listening. No worries, Brass. Yeah, as a uh, as a person that has a conscience that really fucks me up when I do something that I believe is wrong or whatever, it fucking absolutely blows me away that there is people out there that run these scams and can live with themselves, eh? I don't get it. It's yeah. fucking, it's crazy, mate. You know, it's, um, I've been stuffed over with a few things over the years. You know, one of the best things is now is that, like, um, NetBank identification code when you're buying something and actually puts the code in to make it legit. Yeah. And you got to do that. I have that set up every time. So if it doesn't come up, you know, straight away something's up. Mm. It's just uh, little things to look out for, I suppose. Like, I don't don't even know. Like, as in the the followers, like if you get Instagram messages and shit saying, oh, buy this or that, you know, and there's like two followers or fucking, I don't know. It's... It's fucking hard to trust people, isn't it? It's getting harder and harder to trust people. And the scams, like you said, the scams that um, are coming out now look so real, you know? It's just, yeah. Yeah, people aren't just going into a shop now to steal something. They're fucking nah, They're getting smart with it. And that's like the whole AI shit. I don't want to get down that wormhole again because we got into it the other day, but... The, the voice copying and shit like that, man, it, it's yep. getting to the point where it's getting fucking, like, impossible to tell. You know, imagine, imagine that young bloke who saved his money up, 650 bucks on a phone that he's saved up for and bang, it's gone. Like, for some people, they're like, oh, 650 bucks, but fuck me. For a young bloke like that, or even adults and shit, like, that's a lot of money, man, just to fucking get scammed. Yeah. So... Yeah, mate, I was walking out of the casino with that, about that much lost the other day and I was fucking rapable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just don't be – you can't be too careful, I suppose you should say, <laughs> eh, with all that stuff, um, the online stuff. Like if you can if you can buy it from a, a verified, reputable site or something, even if another one's a bit cheaper, just probably worth doing it just for the scams and that getting around. Or if you can go into a shop and actually buy it, probably do that. Yeah. Trust no one. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, man. Trust day one. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking easier. <laughs> yep. The caliber of the common cunt yep. is so low. Correct. Moving on. Boys! Casey here from Cousin Kissing Country. I was just listening to your fucking... Is that Tasmania? Thursday talk back fucking trends out of fucking shit. So. About old mate pinching the fucking bass on. From the opera house getting caught at the airport. On the airport situation, me and the missus went to Sexpo back 
a few fucking years ago. And we said to him, said, you know, you fucking you find something in there, a few little toys, fucking goodies. He's like, oh, we've got handcuffs here, we better take them. Yeah, right, they're pink, fluffy, whatever. He's like, don't worry, I said, I've seen some pretty wicked shit. I go, oh, right, yeah, well, what do you see? Oh, had two gay blokes come in here with this fucking great big dildo with barbed wire around its nuts. Well, why do you have that around your nuts? Oh, we just like to see how far we can go without hurting each other. Fuck off, the dildo would hurt me enough as it is without the fucking barbed wire. Oh. We just looked at each other with, no, thank you, moving on. <laughs> right, I hope that fucking got a laugh out of you, because fuck that. Out of yourselves. Wow. These boys have been industrial queering. <laughs> you boys being queering? <laughs> industrial <laughs> style. Bob Y. Fuck it out. Jesus. Those gay boys are from the land. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of gay country boys with 12-inch cocks. <laughs> Bob Y, baby. <laughs> wow. Jeez. That is full on, isn't it? On that rogue note, while we're in this space at the moment, shout out to Robert. He sent a joke in and it says, what's the difference? Uh, no, sorry. What's the definition of indefinitely? Indefinitely. When your uncle's balls are hitting your ass, he's indefinitely. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell. So, yeah, shout out to that. That space that we've just entered and we're exiting. I'm not looking forward to becoming an uncle whenever that comes. <laughs> You're already an uncle, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, it's just, you just get a bit no. stranger when you become an uncle. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm a pretty normal uncle. None of that sort of stuff there's, happening. Apparently there's no normal <clears throat> uncles. That's just the thing. Is that what they reckon? Yeah, you just if you're an uncle, there's always a weird thing about uncle. True. Yeah. I haven't, uh, <clears throat> I haven't got any fucking weird uncles in the dodgy space. No, no, but it's just pictured as that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uncles just have a bad rap on them. Yeah. Well, no, you can't really get out of being it. It's not something you choose. No, definitely not. You know? If you like arnies. Sep- there's nothing about arnies. No, what's the go with that? Why is it always uncles? That's sexist. It's like, yeah, the brother-in-law's the a bit, yeah, the brother-in-law's a bit weird. Or- yeah, dodgy uncle. There's no dodgy arnies out there, is there? Mm. No, it fucking would be. That's sexist. Yeah, I'm offended. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> right, moving up. I just had a thought. Mm. Um, if you're an airport like security bloke and you listen, send in your wildest thing you've seen at a fucking like oh. having to stop someone. Yeah, surely we have some blokes from that scene listening, Quino. Yeah. that's a great call. Yeah, but like in a suitcase, mm. just pulling people. Up. Yeah, what's been in there? Yeah, because you can imagine like there'd be some fucking rogue weapons that you know have a suitcase full of sex toys that go interstate for shows oh, and that, and they get pulled up with like like metal butt plugs and all that sort of stuff, and they just have to be like, yeah. There's heaps of videos online of people like stitching their mate up or something, throwing a couple of dildos in, going to Bali. And oh, stuff. how good would that be, mate? Big offset double ender. Yeah. That that would be fucking funny, eh? Just slipping it into the bag at the airport. <laughs> oh, imagine answering that off the back of a fucking Larry Ender coming oh. home and you're getting pulled up, you don't want to be there, and you're just having to explain this double ender metal thing with an offset girth. Yeah. 
Oh, look, I don't know. I don't know how it got in there. You're walking with a limp. <laughs> and you somehow got a, got in the customs ear going, tell him it's a weapon. Smudge a bit of Vegemite on it. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, Moving wow. On. Moving on. Tomlet. <laughs> Camp chair. <laughs> Quinchester. Lever action rifle. <laughs> Big Ben here from Dad Kissing Country. The largest cannon in Mount Annan. Wow. Got a bit of a carry-on for yous. Me and the missus got a little one on the way, and she's got got herself one of those big fuck-off U-shaped maternity pillows. So we've gone to jump into bed the other night. She goes, oh, I'm just going to jump in the shower. Do you mind changing the pillowcase on this? And I've looked at it going, fuck, yep, righto. Anyway, she's come out of the shower. Here I am, dood up in the air, swinging in the wind, I got this fucking cunt in like a rear naked triangle trying to get the case on. <laughs> Me pups popped her head up from her bed going, oh, fuck, right, we're having a play, are we? She's barreled up onto the bed, tried to burrow underneath me. She's taken swipes at the fucking skin pistol, so I'm trying to boot her off the bed. <laughs> Finally get the case on, going to grab the zipper, got the cunt about two-thirds of the way around, and the zipper snaps clean off. I looked at my missus, looked at the pillow, launched the cunt down the hallway like Tommy the Pommy launched his hammer. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway, boys, have a good one if you can find one. <laughs> <laughs> nice little exit, eh? Oh, that was a good entry and a good exit. That was just a good yarn. Good yarn all around. That one, yeah. Jeez, those pillows are, are pretty wild, though. I have the real long, the long one that the missus had when she was pregnant. And um, she always had it because she was the pregnant one and had to have the pillow. But now it's that thing where it's nowhere to be seen. And I'm like, oi, where's that pillow? I want to turn. And mm. she's like, oh, if we have it in here, I want it. And I'm like, oh, well, you don't want it now. So why the fuck can't I have it? Like you roll over and snuggle it. It's fucking prime, mate. If you haven't got into the fucking real long pillow game, it's a comfy sleep. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's good. Then she reckons she wants it. And I'm like, well, how about we get two? Anyway, that's fucking... That was a chat we had last <laughs> night rolling around. <laughs> yeah. I reckon pillowcases were zipped. That, that's a carry-on in itself. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Something that can just fuck up. We just have it at the end where... I don't know which sort of one he's talking about there, though. Like the big horseshoe-looking fucking thing. I don't know. Yeah, or like a proper fitted cushion. Fucks me. Mm, don't know. Good yarn, though. Very good. <laughs> Quinny, Tommy, Kim, Popperelli from Bundy. Uh, boys, just a bit of background. Um, I do the uh, made-to-measure window furnishings, so uh, custom-made in people's houses. Um, so always have a bit of a one-liner that I can use, especially when it's you know someone's place that might have a nice view or overlook something so um, just rolled into downtown Woodgate this afternoon and um, come up the stairs this joints on the esplanade so it overlooks the ocean and um, I've come up the stairs I've gone gee this is a horrible view um, you bet you get sick of looking at this and um, hubby sort of looked at me like a bit awkward and uh, the missus has come around the corner and 
he's going yeah it actually is a little bit she's blind and uh, I just almost fell to the floor I didn't know what to say what to do where to go um, <laughs> sort of put me foot right in it there um, so went to um, you know sort of start the appointment off and I was like um, so what are we here to look at today and then I went Oh, I've just gone and done it again. <laughs> so it uh, didn't start well, but ended up getting the sale. So that's the main thing. So now I am uh, on my way home to smack as many better beers as I've got in the fridge. Get amongst it. Yo! Wow. There's the energy I was looking for, mate, at the very end. Mm. Yeah, I right. thought he was. Bo- I thought he lived in Woodgate. <laughs> How's that going up and trying to do the old ah, oh, it's a shit view like sort of thing? But what a is that a bit of a waste of money? Well, it's not obviously for her. It's for old mate. Well, that's what I mean. It's a bit of a yeah. I don't know. It's a man's world. The man's it's world. world. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a. Uh, I don't know. Spending that much on that big view, like it would have. Well, I suppose if you got the money, bro. Go for it. Well, yeah. Resale um, value. It's like, remember a while ago there was that yarn that we were talking about where that old mate took the blind chick sailing around the world? Yeah, oh, yeah. And we right. were like, hey, he probably just went through the harbour. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> probably anchored up in a strong wind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Heck. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> mm. Thanks, mate. Good yeah, yarn. Yeah. Bring some more energy, but yeah. come on. Yeah, come on, bud. You yeah. sound like you're a fucking Woodgate local. <laughs> <laughs> Just take Enjoy a those better beers. Yeah, that's right. Get into them. Moving on. Yeah. Well, g'day, Tommy, Cam, and Quint Essential. <laughs> it's Chris here, down from the coldest part of the world, Victoria, and with a bit of a hashtag sober. Today's day one. I'm... Going off the piss. It's too much negative stuff happening with the grog. Too much head noise. And I feel crook. So let's make a start of no more grog. I've heard on your podcast a couple of uh, bits and pieces about grog's not for everyone. Don't have to be a a sook to give up. But I'm going to give it a crack. So in saying that, here's a quick yarn for you. Years ago, used to work in a tyre shop. It was quite an open factory. Six of us worked there. Uh, so most of the time, the, during the day, you could see where everyone was. Uh, you could always, uh, you know, see people working here, there and everywhere inside the workshop. One day, the boss walks into the dunny, which was in the corner of the workshop, and he yelled out something that was quite disturbing. Now, we've got to keep in mind that one day a week, we had a bookkeeper come in, and do all the pays and the bookkeeping and all that sort of stuff. She was a lovely old dear, retired, but a friend of of the the family that uh, ran the business. So she had the blue blue rinse through the hair. Um, Very, very talkative, very nice old lady. But this one day, the boss walks into the dunny, into the bathroom area, and you could hear him from a bit of a distance yell out, Who the fuck's in there? 
So I'm anticipating that his nostril hairs were singeing from the thought of some dark log by some bastard in the white porcelain bowl. He abruptly turned around, walked back out into the workshop and had a look around and counted all the blokes and then thought, shit. He had some dark dread feeling come over him when he realised it was the old deer in the dunny. Now, that is awkward. Anyway, keep out of yourselves. Keep up the uh, fantastic support that you have for others. And uh, I'm going to be a long-term listener. Thanks, boys. Oh, no. Play on. If you fucking stink, you stink. (laughs) Fucking play on. (laughs) Who gives a fuck? Yeah, that's right, eh? Look, don't get offended that your poo stinks. It's fucking shit. Yeah. Shit stinks, bruh. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, that's true. We don't characterise fucking the smell of shit. Yeah, yeah, it's all good, man. Oh, it's yeah. all good. You stink, but you're a lady. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, that's right. Your shit stinks. Yeah. Chew your fucking food. Would be a bit awkward for the old boy. But, <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I reckon. Hey, and good on you, mate. If if piss isn't for you, it's not for you. So, no, that's yeah, right. get, get off the piss. You'll never hear me, hear me bagging a bloke out. For fucking getting sober, you know, if it's not for you. Like, we all know someone that when they drink, they turn into someone that they don't like, no one else really likes. And, yeah, for some people, drinking is just not the fucking go-to. So, yeah. And some people don't figure it out until it's too late. They've done enough damage. Yeah. And they sometimes can't come back from it, so. But there's a saying that we love to use here, run your own race, champion. So, whatever works for you, works for you, mate, and... You know, if, if you find that you're a better person and you enjoy yourself a lot more off the piss, stay off the piss. Fucking and good on you. Beautiful. Very good. Cambodian. Tommy Sauce. Quinton. How are you, lads? Good, bro. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> How are you? Anyways, this is uh, Stu from the Central Coast in Dad Kissing Country. Yeah, local, Got the man. widest cock. This side of air's rock can touch the sides of a tuna can, but cannot touch the bottom. <laughs> anyway, boys, I, uh, I've got a story for you. Now, when I was younger, um, my mum was brutally murdered with my brothers and sisters. Um, then I, I went to school, you know, Started hanging out with the wrong crowd, doing a couple of daring stunts, being an idiot, you know, stupid things you do. And then um, ended up going missing for quite some time. And dad, was, uh, dad was beside himself at this stage and he was trying to find me, going down all these different routes, trying to get in touch with me and he just couldn't. So he, uh, he took off on a journey and took it upon himself to, to find me and locate me and bring me home. And along the way, he met a few different odd heads here and there and, yeah, managed to, to track us down. Um, when he found me, I wasn't that grateful for it and thought I'd, I'd stand up to him for a bit and then realised he, he meant well. So I uh, ended up going back home with him. And continuing my life. No, 
none of this actually really happened. I just uh, thought I'd keep you captivated and tell you the uh, the story of finding Nemo. <laughs> All right, lads. Stay in yourself. <laughs> then back out. Then back in. And then get your missus to give you a reacher in. <laughs> Love your shit. Keep doing what you're doing. You're killing it, lads. <laughs> You're a fuckhead, mate. Yeah. I fucking had <laughs> rolls like, holy fuck. His mum and his fucking kid, brothers and sisters are all murdered and fucking. Wow. He nailed that, eh? He done well. He just skipped past. I knew there was something because I'm like, you know, just skip past your mum and that just being brutally murdered and then just go, yeah, so dad come looking for me. Oh, man. That was fucking great. <laughs> well done there, bruh. That's fucking hilarious. He definitely had us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was it's fucking, I was starting to think, like, how do I even, how do you talk after that? Like, sorry, man, that's fucking hectic. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Nemo. <laughs> Glad you and your dad come back from Sydney, all right? Yeah, that's right. Give him a big kiss, too, you fucking down there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> job, There's a that's... few jokes around the back of Nemo, eh? Is there? Yeah. Yeah, right. I... Like sort of that same storyline, but just like... Um... Oh, yeah. The, the ho- Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I'll smell what you're stepping in. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, Cam, Queefton, it's the fucking circumcised girthworm. Seppo J calling in from Washington. Just calling in about the recent party where you're talking about school shootings in America. And I've got a little bit of insight to, to both ends of the aisle. So a little bit of a backstory. I only just moved back to the U.S. about a year ago. And I was actually living in Australia for about four years. Uh, out now is Springs. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty fucked. And, you know, it's, it's something that my wife and I didn't even realize when, when, we, when we lived here prior to moving to Australia. Because it's just something you grow up with and you just don't really think twice about it. But when we had moved back to Australia, it was after, we, you know, we'd see the news back in the U.S. And we'd see, you know, school shooting after school shooting after school shooting. And the wife and I came, come to realize after a couple of months there that there's not a, we don't have to fucking worry about it. It was fucking great. Like, we could send our kids to school, not have to worry about their safety. You know, just, and, and to be fair, in Alice Springs is a is fairly rough area. I don't know if you boys have ever been out there, but yeah. Alice Springs has a fair share of its problems with crime. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm less worried about getting, you know, my car robbed or my car stolen than I am about my, my kids getting shot at school. I'm, I'm sorry, more worried about my kids getting shot at school. But it's just, I don't even know the answer to, the, to it. I mean, I think you boys are right when you said, like, it's not like Australia where we could just say, you know, oh, time turning the guns, it's time for them to go. We have like 300 million guns in America, and I can mm. guarantee you there's a sizable bit of the population that are not going to take well to that. And they probably would fucking launch an armed uprising against the U.S. I have zero doubt in my mind about that. But I don't even also think necessarily more guns in schools is the answer. But, you know, it's just like we walked, like we'd go pick up our kids at school when we lived in Australia. And we would just, you know, walk in, talk to the lady working at the desk and, you know, wait for our kids and just sit there. And no, no one asked any questions because there was no harm or no worry about our ki- us harming the children, you know, and going on some shooting spree. But you walk into the schools over here and it's like a fucking prison. Like you got to fucking ring a fucking camera doorbell, tell them who you are, why you're there. And then sometimes you have to go through one set of doors, but you still can't even get through the other set just to get into like the office area or the school itself. They'll make you wait in there for the child to come out. 
So they take precautionary measures like that. But like, you know, at the end of the day, like it's, it's still a school, like, the, you know, children should be there to learn and have fun and grow. Yeah. But, you know, they treat it like, like a fucking prison, essentially. And it's, it's really quite sad. But the whole situation, a lot of it in America is fucked. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it's still good here. And I still, you know, I, I'd still rather live here than most other places around the world. But there's just a lot of situations that are fucked. And even going back to the previous episodes of the fucking healthcare, being in the military, I have quite a sizable advantage over the general population because for us, I get completely free healthcare. And not only is it free for me, but it's also free for my wife and four kids. And, you know, and to be honest, I, I fucking hate my job. It's fucking shit. But I keep it because of the fucking healthcare. Because if I got out and got a regular job, it would cost me twenty to thirty thousand dollars a year just to pay for the healthcare plan itself. And that's not including wow. any well, get what do you call gap payments, but for us co-payments, and what we have also is a cost called a max max out of pocket expense. And I was kind of thinking about it since I moved back to the U.S. You know, and I made a lot of good mates in Australia. And, you know, over there with your Medicare system, they would just, you know, they didn't like their job or the boss was a dickhead. They would just pack their shit and go work somewhere else. But at no point in that interim period did they have to worry about like, oh, what if my kids get sick? What if my wife gets sick and they've got to go to hospital? How am I going to pay for it? Whereas over here, if you work a job that offers you a decent health care plan, you know, it, it will be more affordable than one that doesn't. But it's still something that you have to think about to be like, well, can I leave this job? Because if I do, I'm going to lose my health care. And then what if my children or wife get sick enough to go to hospital? I've got to pay all this money out of pocket. So the whole situation is quite fucked. But, you know, anyway, and the, you know, in the beginning of your party, you say deleting head noise one laugh at a time. And it, it's really true because, you know, I drive 30 minutes to work before I'm hooking in for a 12 hour day. And I just put the party on, you know, sit back, have a laugh, clear my head before going to work. And after that 12 hour day, same thing, just listen to the party. Get, you know, have a, have a good laugh, delete the head noise, and just kind of forget about all the bullshit that you got to deal with on a daily basis. So, but yeah, we love what you're doing, boys, touching lives halfway across the world. So keep it up, boys, and stay ahead of yourselves. What a great insight under some stuff that we wouldn't have anything about. And I suppose it just makes me grateful for not have to worry about those certain things, like he said. Like, I never realized, like, you'd probably pick a job over there that gives you health care would be a massive advantage, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, definitely. we're the one that one that didn't and the school thing man like oh do you know what i didn't even think about either like you're dropping your kids off being a teacher like you'd have to be a fucking brave person to want to be a teacher in america wouldn't you because you're, you're putting yourself in a situation where you know for a fact that there's a certain amount of mad cunts they're going to come to your work with a fucking machine gun yeah and just go off like it's uh I tell you what, I'd rather be a teacher than a seven eleven worker, but it, over there. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine uh, like you think of every corner store over there or a servo. Mm. But but I feel like they're not coming in just to shoot one person for fun. They're coming in to rob you and if you just give them what you want, you're not getting shot. Where at a school, they're not coming in to steal books, they're coming in to shoot cunts. Yeah. You know, that's the di- that's the difference. No one's been I, a hero at 7-Eleven. They're saying, here, take the till, bro. I think most of the time those guns get shot. It'd be interesting on statistic, actually. How yeah. many people you, get cleaned up at, like, servos well, just, and 7-Elevens? I just feel like armed robbery, if you give them what you want, what they want, they're not just coming in to shoot you, you know? Where I think school shootings are that. They're just oh, after, yeah. after blood, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, man, I'm I'm literally so grateful that we don't have to worry about that sort of thing. It's something that we just take for granted, being able to drop your kids off at school and just say, have a good day, mate, or have a good day, darling, and, and come and pick them up at the end of the day. And I hope that never changes. Well, yeah, 100%. And like he said at the start, and we said too, it's, it's fucking easy to say take the guns away, but they're in a situation over there where that's just not a, you know, it's just not an option to do that, but. And, and it's one of those things that you go, what the fuck is the answer? But I'm glad I'm not in that mess, to be honest. According to Arizona State University, convenience store robberies account for approximately 6% of all robberies known to the police in the States. There you go. Yeah. A uh, number of convenience store robberies rose significantly in the 80s, then declined just as significantly in the 90s. A reduction that could be due in part to the development of better crime prevention measures in convenience stores. Yeah. So maybe like they picked up on the problem and were like, yeah, righto. Yeah. Like, well, most of them I are think, probably loaded with a shotgun yeah, these days. That, like, I think Cam was what, saying like yeah. about people getting killed in those situations though. Yeah, yeah that's what I was sort of saying. Yeah, where I, well, and I have no fucking backing on that at all, but I just feel like if someone's going in with the intention to rob a store and our mate gives them what they want, they're not just going to shoot him for no reason and then be up for murder. But I don't know. Who fucking knows, man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, just interesting as well. Alice Springs. Mm. My uncle owns McDonald's franchises. Okay. And, and he is like, he's a proper, genuine, great boss. Like, he looks yeah. after his workers and everything. He's a real stand-up bloke. Mm. Unlike most franchisee owners, right? Yeah, yeah. He owned the Alice one for two years. And holy fuck, the stories he told me, man. Oh, that would have been Just hectic. like, they just steal the umbrellas, throw them through the window, trying to pay for like a whole box, like, burger box meal with two bucks and yeah. if you don't give it to them they just threaten to kill you yeah wow heck like, um just off the back of that quickly yeah does he know the bloke who runs calliope <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't mind having a word i'll eat him the, up i wouldn't mind having a word because whoever that is needs a good kick up the ass <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty wild to know eh? yeah yeah might hit him up for some stories yeah do it <laughs> right move on move, move on, on. Boys, just got a quick story for you. So, me and the missus were on the way to the airport once, and uh, we were running late. So, I was getting stuck into her, blaming her, as you do when you're stressed. <laughs> and by the time we got there, she's pretty fucking off me. And uh, we're going through the um, Parion luggage scanner, and I see my bag going through on the screen, and there's a fucking ninja star in it that I made fucking ages ago in the shed and I just looked at her and I was like oh fuck and she was like what and I said there's a ninja star in my bag and she's like what the fuck and then the fucking cops get called and they took half an hour so we missed the flight so I'm feeling like a real fuck with by this point then the cops get there and start grilling me like they think I'm Mr. Miyagi's retarded fat nephew that trying to hijack a plane with a fucking ninja star. <laughs> so anyway, moral of the story is check your bag before you get on a plane. Cheers. Yeah, I feel that. <clears throat> Look, boys, especially if you're going away like I'm going away to this um, Bucks party in Adelaide interstate, if you're going away to play up, just fucking check your shit before you go home. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. You know. <laughs> 
scenarios. Empty your pockets. Check your shit. Don't take ninja stars and other items on planes. Correct. <laughs> Radio. Radio. Okay, boys. Just want to uh, give a quick uh, fuck you. As uh, I just uh, finished up doing a bit of seeding. It's uh, nearly midnight, and I uh, just got to jump out. Just give the machine a quick, quick uh, check over. And uh, anyway, heard this strange noise, thought nothing of it, and then all of a sudden, boom. Malcolm Natum or whatever the fuck that crazy bloke's name was popped in my head and now I'm literally shitting myself. Oh. Sitting in the ute, doors locked, fucking, yeah, <laughs> shitting my pants, hey. Thank cunt. <laughs> you know, I'm not getting any fucking sleep tonight. It does. Sometimes those stories put the wind up you though, way. Definitely you when you're camping going, and you bring them up again. Yeah, man. And you just go that. Those fucking loose cunts out there, like... That fucking mad unit. What's the go with dark, like, with it being dark and all of a sudden it's just something creepy about it, you know? Like, oh, I've, yeah. I've fucking hunted most of my life in the dark with a torch, cruising through the bush. I think it's all good, good when you're on the move. Mm. I don't think I've ever been creeped out when I'm on the move. It's more when you're just sitting there or sitting in your camp chair, no one else is around, or lying in the swag. But, like, you picture, right, you're out in the bush. Nighttime versus daytime. Yeah. Daytime, you're looking, and here's this weird bald cunt that's dirty as, like, pokes his head out from behind a tree, and you go, hey, like as in, what the fuck's going on over there? At nighttime, if you hear something in the bushes and you turn your torch on and hear his head pops out like that, you'd be like, fucking what? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, what's the go? I don't know, but it's a fucking thing. (laughs) Definitely is. Puts the wind right up you. But, yeah, that Malcolm Naden chat that we had, like, that's – it's pretty crazy to hear those stories about, like, the bloke who rang up saying that there was evidence of him being in his barn, like, yeah, sleeping there the night. <laughs> that would just put the wind up you, wouldn't it? I'd love to find just... the girl that was at that um, yoga retreat or oh, whatever the... and have a chat to her because holy fuck. Mm. Yeah, that's hectic, isn't it? I, even as a grown bloke... Mm. If that happened to me in the middle of the night or something and I knew there was no one around for multiple kilometres. I think even if he didn't have, like, even if he's a little bloke and you feel like you could smash him or whatever, there's just something about a cunt on the run like that that has no sort of give a fuck about, like, all he's doing is not trying not to get caught and he doesn't give a fuck. You know, not like a person who's like, oh, I better not knock this bloke out or I'll get arrested. Like, that bloke on the run like that was a dangerous dude. Yeah, I don't care if it was a chick, a kid, or a grown bloke. At that time of night with no one around. Just popping up. Popping up in me window, I'd be losing it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking oath. Definitely. Move on? Yeah, mate. Uh, we've got time for a few, a couple more. Right, bro. Maybe three or so. Yep. Quinn, Cam, Tommy. Man, saying that backwards makes about as much sense as fly through windows on a submarine. So let's start again, Tom. Cam, Quinny, there we go. We're off to a right track. Quick carry on. Bakeries and pies. Why the fuck do they have to sell pies that have a ball of molten lava inside them? Seriously, you buy a pie, you want to eat the pie. That seems fine. Seems simple. I don't buy a pie thinking, you know what? This will be good three days later when it fucking cools down. <laughs> Jesus Christ, these things need to be served with a recommended resting time. Give me a pie, say thanks for your money, 
by the way, don't eat this thing for about six hours. Otherwise, it's going to burn the taste buds off that bad that your kids' kids won't be able to taste their breakfast. All right. You guys stay out of yourselves, all right? Have a good day. Yeah, I definitely think you're copping. Like, it might be the time of the morning. Like, they fresh come out of the oven and they take a while to come back to that um, pie warmer, that temp. Like, if obviously, whatever pie they've been in, that I think there's, like, a standard that they'd have to leave their pie warmer at, wouldn't they? Yeah, I'm, I'm each way because I know one bakery, it's pretty warm and you sort of wait for it a bit and then there's one you've got to dive into it straight away because it's too, like, it's about to go cold. Well, I'll tell you what, I would rather a pie that is too hot than a pie Definitely. that is too cold because yeah. you can always leave it fucking... And I'm, I've got to admit, I'm an impatient slut when it comes to that sort of thing. I'll eat it and do the old... <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, just fucking... Getting it around in your mouth. <laughs> like trying to cool it down instead <laughs> yeah. of leaving it. Like yeah. the missus will look at me and I'll just start burying into it doing that. And she'll be like, I didn't want to wait. I'm like, no, nah, fucking hungry. Yeah. So, but yeah, same with um, with coffees. Do you get a normal coffee or do you get yeah. extra hot? No, nah, I never get extra hot. I'd get it every single time. Extra hot. I just feel like. Really? It's fu- yep. I just feel like it's lukewarm. Like it's too, it's especially from fucking um, from Maccas and shit, like the drive-through ones. I just feel like half the time they're fucking, they're not even warm. So I just get it extra hot. Same with the pie thing; it can fucking cool down. So yeah, mm. it's interesting. Uh, Sixty degrees, it says that a pie warmer has to be at. So yep. there you go. Um, that's like me with steak too. Like if we go out for a modern, like a normal pub steak, you always go medium instead yeah, of medium. Yeah, that's rare. right. Because you can't trust them. Yeah, mm. correct. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We've always said that, eh? Like you just get medium, even though you'd probably, you know, well, medium. up around this this way, we should say Central mm. Queensland. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I shouldn't say the whole Central Queensland. Pretty much in this in uh, this town. Yeah. Oh, look, I haven't eaten too many flash joints, so I wouldn't be able to tell. But I normally just go medium everywhere, unless it's like the if you're going to pay for like fucking whatever year dry age. Nine plus Wagyu, you'd get it how they think it's supposed to be cooked, like medium rare. But anywhere else, if it's just a dirty old rump, wherever, I'll get it medium. Well, you're not saying in this town, chef's recommendations. <laughs> no. Like, just cook it to whoever the chef likes it. Yeah. No, nah, bro. Yeah. Every media well to well done. <laughs> Every time, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he'd forget about it. <laughs> but like no. we say, though, you shouldn't uh, give the chef's... Don't shit where you eat. So, like, don't give them too much shit around this region, bro. Otherwise, you'll be no, getting... No, I am. Step up your game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, I feel sorry for some of the chefs around here because they could be on the same money, like you said, down at a surf club looking over the beach. Mm. So, I don't know. That's probably why we don't have good chefs up here. That's the one good thing about hospital. You can do it anywhere, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's a great point, isn't it? Why yeah. would someone come to an industrial town like this and be a chef? Yeah, unless mm. they really love fishing or something like that. Actually, that's a good point. Mm. Yeah, fishing and stuff. But, but I mean, I can see where you're coming from. Why the calibre the caliber of the chef that they might be able to attract would maybe be lower. Yeah. Surely the money would be more trying to get them here? I don't know. Shout out, Oh, chefs. definitely. I think if you're... Like we've always said, if I, we started a restaurant or well, you, the talks of a good place here, I think you'd have to run a chef on a decent roster. Mm. 
like to go. You can go back to the coast or or wherever you want to be and well, come back in on a seven and seven you'd or probably have to a have weekend two. roster. Yeah, you yeah, have to have rotate. two rotate. Mm. And like they, I think normally your best chefs they'll have them in for the Friday Saturday nights or something like that. Correct. You, yeah. Um, you have your sushi. Sue chef or your pretty much your cooks fluffer. Yeah. Do the Wednesday, Thursday if you that's when you're over. Yeah, you were yes. in the hospital game, Quinn, weren't you? Yeah, so it, you'd have like your head chef or exec chef definitely um have Monday, Tuesday off. Yeah. Yep. And then um the other one would have Wednesday, Thursday off. And yeah, they'd right. both be on Friday, Saturday or whatever. Yeah. Um usually that's the go. Um I urge and if you are a chef and don't get stuck if you're just like if you have no other commitments like a family or whatever, fucking get go just travel and work at the same time. It, it's the best. Yeah. Like, and front of house too. Like if I that's what I would have been doing if I didn't really have any other commitments. But yeah. Here I am now. So. And their split shifts, they got a bit on. Oh, like, dude. To, like, whatever it is, four in the morning till 10 or 11. Yeah. And then they got to be back. They have a bit of a break. Then they come back at two till 10 at night. Yeah. Ugh. That was it. And you'd have like a 26 minute sleep, wake up and feel like absolute shit, and then go back. Is there any drug tests in the hospitality game? Uh, only, for like, I'd say only for like strict restaurants, but. So I actually had an argument with a bloke in Toowoomba on the smoker's deck. Um, Did you? Ooh. Spicy. Um, he was a chef. Yep. Mm. And I'd had a few by then. And I go, so which one are you? He goes, what do you mean? I said, gay or an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? I said, well, every chef, there's either one or the other. I didn't, you can't be normal. Yeah. What do you reckon? Did he? He goes, I'm fucking neither. Yeah, right. As he's just smashing piss. You could tell he was a full-blown alcoholic. Mm. <laughs> smashing darts. Yeah. Mm. And, no. um, yeah, oh, I won't tell the rest of his chat, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, there you go. It'd be a fucking wild game to dive into. I've never Yeah, never I could, been involved I could in dive it. into that for ages, but yeah, could be a, a secret <laughs> app. Who knows? Mm. Yeah. A couple more. Right on. Morning. <laughs> How the fuck are we this morning, boys? Bloody beautiful morning. Beautiful. On my way to work, just about to listen to the um, new episode of the Renditors Talkback, and um, I thought I'd just jump you guys off with a fun fact today. So, did you know that dogs use the Earth's magnetic field and will shit facing a north? How is that? Dog face shitting a north? Nah. Fucking look it up, Quint's face. Not bullshit. <laughs> Anyways, enjoy the day. Get a better beer up here. And fucking have a good one. Fuck off. Really? Dogs use the Earth's magnetic field when they're relieving themselves. Not only that, but canines choose to do so in a north-south axis. Holy fuck. Fuck, fuck <laughs> off. I'm going to get a compass and follow my dog around the yard, cunt. Uh, no way. Surely not. Spine aligned in a north-south position. Cunt, they fucking they walk around in a circle before they park up. Is that them? That could is be that, it, Is yeah. that them sinking in? <laughs> <laughs> when they do the old fucking walk, at, you know? Surely not. Why am I thinking about all the spots my dog shits it? Well, I've got a... Can can someone out there, guys? So that I'm putting this to you. 
Yeah, Can so you their, please their get a... ass is facing North A. I'm trying to think oh, where my dog so shits in the yard and his ass when he'd shit, yes, he would shit towards Rocky. Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think so, yeah. Well, can can someone do us a um a favor here? And we need to get the community involved. If you own a compass, can you please follow your dog around and get a fucking lock it in? I want to see some evidence. If I see at least four or five dog shitting aligned with a compass, I'll <laughs> believe it. But before that, fuck off. Heck, I just I struggle to believe that a dog doesn't just park up for a turd. Yeah, post it in trendsetters. If yeah, you post it in the trendsetters group. I want to see some compasses locking this fact down. So if you've got nothing on, go follow your dog around the yard for a while with a compass. What happens if your dog's on a yacht travelling around the world with you? That's what I mean. What about I can – I've seen a dog before, like when we're hunting and stuff, shit on the run. Like half sort of park up for a bit. What of shit. to the north, but Well, that's what I mean. You <laughs> can't tell me that it's like, oh, I'm running north, I'll squirt this one out quickly. Like – yeah, oh, it's fucking interesting though. The fact that it says on Google there straight up is yeah. it that blows me away. But I need to see evidence. I need to see a cat compasses. Wouldn't be, a cat wouldn't be that smart, would it? No, nah, cats are fucking useless. They have to shit inside. Do you in want me box. to quickly check cats? No, oh, we can. Oh, yeah, if you want. Do cats poo facing north? Nah, they don't, nah. but they feel more Cat litter boxes should be a line north to south. <laughs> You'll need a compass. Fuck off. Imagine having an animal that shits in your house and and yeah. you and you um that you've done that. Don't get me started. You've you've bought an animal that poos inside your house <laughs> on a box. Sucked in. That's not a guinea pig. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just anything. <laughs> anyway. That fucking blew me away. But like I said, I need to see some evidence. So trendsetters, get into your work. Get yeah. outside with a compass. Fucking oath. <laughs> <All right, I'll laughs> <go. laughs> <laughs> One more. One more. I'm going camping for the weekend. I'm looking forward to some time off. <laughs> I'm going to take my family to... I deserve it because I work like a slave. Whoa, I'm looking forward to my camping weekend, drinking beers and a bits and pieces. I'm looking forward to going away and oh. I hope you guys are too. It's Easter weekend. I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe in Jesus, but it's the Easter weekend. I don't believe in Jesus, but it's the Easter weekend, so I can relax. <laughs> wow, God. that was actually fucking good. Or was I just tripping? I reckon that was bright. I think the lyrics were, his fucking voice wasn't. I reckon it was. Imagine a bit of fucking, bit of tunes behind that bad boy. <laughs> fucking prime. That's the energy we want. That got me. Thanks, fucking, mate. That got me out of my chair nearly. Mm. Good shit. Obviously, that was before Good Friday too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. He didn't send that in today. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, he's still on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> or he's still fucking on the... Uh, well, that was a um, that was a few fucking rippers today. Right? I reckon the first one for me. That's what that's my pick. You reckon? Oh, mate, he told everyone to fucking 
Get into it. Start getting into it. Yeah. Yeah? There, I think there's only one other contender. What do you got, Quinno? I reckon that's Nemo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nemo is pretty good. <laughs> Fuck. What are we What are we thinking? <clears throat> You're right. Oh, mate, at the start, really, like, yeah, you no, know, no. was getting everyone else to, you know, to rip into their work, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, well, views are happy with that. I think so. And set the benchmark. Unlucky Nemo, that was fucking very good yeah, as well. Yeah, don't be disheartened, though. Keep calling us because your delivery was fantastic. Fuck, yeah, that was sweet. All right, well, um, on that note, yeah, keep an eye out in the next couple of weeks for the fucking uh, the Patreon to fire up if you want to start watching this shit um, and supporting us on that level. Uh, keep an eye out next week on Tuesday, Anzac Day. Very special episode coming out that we've had lined up for a bit. Um, you should be pumped about, and um, yeah, hope everyone enjoys their weekend. Enjoyed this episode. Stay the fuck out of yourself, and um, yeah, we'll play yeah. this yarn to finish it off. Sounds good. See you next week. Hey, Teresa, Karen, and Cheryl. Hello, boys. Dingo Dan here, the prospecting perspective giver out of Tamworth. Used to be on John Dutton's ranch. Anyway, boys, thought I'd just come up here and say, oi. Any of the boys who are going to give a yarn, have a call. Why don't you just get just a little bit excited before you do the call, before you do the recording. Sit there, get all excited, pent up, just like the race is just about to bolt. And just put in a little bit of effort. All these quiet callers are just doing my head in. Every time old John from Bathurst comes on, oh, good I boys, I just want to say a funny little joke. Mate, get excited. What's wrong with you? Think of Steve Earl, and if he can get excited about lizards, surely we can get excited about talking about blokes. Blokes everywhere. Ah, oh, I miss the Navy. Anyway, boys, stay out of yourselves. In, out, in, out, in, out. Love what you're doing. Head noise. Bye-bye. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? 
Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.